What do you think is the best sort of life? What life do you aspire to live? This is Monday, May 22nd, and we're beginning a new summer study on what it means to learn life from Jesus. Now, the biblical word for this is discipleship. And the word disciple means, in the most simple sense, a learner. Except in this case, the learning method is not reading books, it's not memorizing information. It's learning by walking with, observing, and following the lead of Jesus. Now, here's our text that can help us see how Jesus spoke about this. It's Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 to 20. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and then his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. And at once they left their nets and followed him. Now this scene tells us about the call of the first disciples of Jesus. Peter and Andrew were at work when Jesus encountered them and then invited them to be his disciples. Now in the world of Jesus, typically, potential students would circulate among the available rabbis and listen to their teaching, sample the wares, you could say, and then they would attach themselves to those teachers and become their disciples. But this is not Jesus' way at all. He doesn't wait for men to choose him. He chooses them and calls them with a simple invitation. Come, follow me. Now he's inviting them to learn life from him, to sit at his feet, to go where he goes, and to follow his example, to learn from his teachings. Now we think of discipleship in the church today as a class we might take. But that wasn't the idea at all. The goal was transferring the life and character qualities of the master to his disciples that as they lived and as they served together. It was as we might call life on life. Now we know how this works. We know that artists that are apprenticed under masters learn their styles and ways of painting or making musical instruments. This is how discipleship is meant to work. And we see this unfold with Jesus and his followers. Soon after he called them, he sent them out to carry forth the ministry. He was teaching to them. Well, they hardly seemed ready, but Jesus used on-the-job training and not classroom instruction to train his disciples. Years ago, when Sandy and I were living in New Jersey, I started a Bible study group just down the street from Princeton University. And the thing is that almost as soon as the group grew strong, we had to move away. It seemed like we might lose the group and that it would fall apart. But one of the women in the group that had been there all along stepped up and began to teach. Was she ready? Of course not. But she learned by doing because for a long time she'd been watching and growing herself. Then when she started teaching, everything she had learned began to come together and make sense. We spoke a few times after that, but soon she needed no more support from me. She was leading and then also training others that would come to serve the group after her. And this is how Jesus had intended his disciples to learn and then to come and do the ministry he'd been doing. 
Now, what I find interesting about the calling of Peter and Andrew is that Jesus tells them from the start that he will be sending them out. And this is true for each of us. God is working in our lives and he wants us to join him in his work. And so discipleship, following Jesus and learning from the Master, is what gets us started and enables us to ultimately launch. Now on Sunday we look quite a bit about being followers, and that's what we are. Of course in our world there are more books on leadership than we can count. But where's the teaching about following? We must first become followers before we can equip to lead, be equipped to lead. I like the way pa- Pastor Rusty Ricketson confessed, I am a recovering leader. The Bible is about followers, written by followers, for followers. I am always a follower first. And that was the invitation Jesus extended to his disciples. And it's the same for each of us. Are you willing to be a follower of Jesus? Over the years, we've seen a dramatic shift in the churches with so much attention focused on leaders. Leaders that can build immense and successful ministries. But the calling of Jesus is to follow him. This has impacted me personally through the years. Called the leadership and ministry, I have to remember that I'm first a follower of Jesus myself. The focus must always be on him. Jesus didn't cross the land looking for the best leaders to recruit. He didn't ask for applications or resumes. Instead, he chose the simplest fishermen, and he invited them to come and see, to walk with him, to observe him and enter into life with him. And in the process, they were transformed by Jesus and became far more than they ever could have become on their own. After the cross and resurrection, when those disciples began to conduct their ministry, there was a power, a life to what they did. As the approved leaders in Jerusalem saw them and their boldness, we are told, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that these were unschooled ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. That's Acts 4.13. Let's pray. Lord, let it be said of us that we have been with Jesus. We say yes to Jesus' invitation to follow him. And Father, guide us on this path as we learn from Jesus. For we pray in his name. Amen.